You're listening to Illuminate Your Practice, a podcast designed for docs on a mission to align their life and practice. I'm your host, Dr. Christy Wick. I'm a practicing chiropractor, CEO, mom boss, and interior design junkie. I've worked with hundreds of DCs to grow their practices with patients they love, teams that are loyal, and profits that continue to grow. I think we can all agree that your practice isn't truly thriving until your life and business are coexisting in harmony. So if you're ready to bring your whole self to practice, you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Illuminate Your Practice. Today, we are going to be talking about a question, a request that came in via my stories. So I think at the time of this recording, it was like last week that we just put up some polls on my stories to just get a handle on what specific content pieces or topics you were looking to hear more about. So just to throw it out there, we are always happy to receive this feedback. So if there's ever something specific, if you're an avid listener and you feel like you wish I went deeper on something specific, just shoot us a DM and my content team can definitely evaluate. We're also working on some other fun content avenues. And so we are right now in the process of looking at the votes from the polls and some of the questions. So it always helps us to know exactly what you're looking for so that we can curate our content accordingly. So before we dig into that particular question today, I wanted to read a review as we are going to be doing now for a little bit. So I shared, I think the last two weeks in a row, or maybe just one time, I shared that we are working on getting to 100 five-star reviews for the podcast by the end of the year. And we already got a lot of awesome reviews in the last week. So thank you so much for those of you that are working on sharing your reviews and your thoughts. So, so appreciated. This is so helpful when it comes to making sure that everything is seen for sure on at least the Apple podcast app. I know a few of you sent me, you know, screenshots of your reviews. So again, especially when I read your review, just send me a DM if this is you so that I can send you a little swag package. Um, But I know we have a couple packages that are going to be going out pretty soon here. So this review I'm going to read today is from Kim. So Kim, this is entitled Amazing Love It. So it says, I followed Dr. Christie on Instagram for a while now and love her content, energy, and passion about chiropractic. I'm not usually a podcast listener, but I enjoyed listening to this one. I'm a chiropractic student and graduating soon, and I've learned so much from this podcast. So grateful. Thanks so much for your review, Kim. Definitely, please send me a DM on Instagram with your mailing info so we can send you a little fun package in the mail. All right. So the question that came in was just a request for more content about only marketing to your ICA. So meaning your ideal customer avatar. So for us, it would be ideal patient. 
And I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I just want to give you some perspective on this that probably you haven't heard before. So many of you probably have been involved in different ways to narrow down the description of your ideal patient. It's a very widely utilized marketing suggestion that you get really specific with your ideal patient or customer, you know, depending on whatever business you're in. And, you know, they want you to to put in as much detail as possible and in a lot of cases even name that person so that you and your team have a person in mind with characteristics when you are choosing what to do with your marketing. I think that that advice is extraordinarily important for those of you who practice in an area with tons of competition. So it's, in my opinion, more important for like urban, suburban practices where there's lots of just saturation. I'm a firm believer that honestly, this quote unquote saturation word in chiropractic doesn't really matter. I mean less than like 5% of the population use chiropractic on a regular basis for wellness care. So there's a million people out there you can serve. So try not to get too caught up in the whole saturation situation. However, I wanted to start by just being really clear that the concept of that ICA or ideal patient, in my opinion, is much less helpful when you practice in a more rural area. So for me, you know, we don't practice in a truly rural area. Like our town is, I think, around 30,000. But because it is small and because of the fact that we are truly a family practice, you know, we really do like to see babies all the way through like women in their late 50s to early 60s, that's a pretty wide variety. So if I only marketed to, for instance, pregnant moms, I would A, not only be less fulfilled in practice because we like to see, like I just mentioned, that wide variety of babies all the way up, but I also would be a lot less successful in my marketing. And I know that because I have tried, (laughs) because I have taken the advice of, you know, just really narrowing it down and giving the person a name and all these characteristics and whatnot. And here's the thing. When we did that, you know, obviously we're talking about a young mom and she has disposable income and she's already supernaturally minded. She cloth diapers and she's already using supplements for her family. She's already using oils. She's well aware that like she should be seeing a naturopath for her family instead of the mainstream medical system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So when we get that specific, the number of those women in our town of 30,000 is like, 12. <laughs> like it's non-existent. And so we had to get really clear that it is most effective and most helpful for us in a smaller area to have different avenues of marketing towards a few different avatars. So like we certainly will market towards pregnancy. We certainly will market towards that young mom that I just told you about. 
But we may also like choose to go do a talk at a local workplace about, you know, stress and hormones in middle age because we do actually like to see middle-aged women. And so I think the first thing I want you to think about is just where do you practice and are you potentially narrowing things so much that people get confused about how you actually serve different demographics in the office. So, you know, there's lots of conversation if you if you like to see kids there's lots of conversation about how you should only market to kids and in our practice we like to see the whole family so when we only marketed to kids for several years people got really really confused moms honestly we had a couple times where moms were so confused that they thought they needed to go to another chiropractor because we only saw kids like we were like the pediatrician that only accepted patients like under the age of 16. And, you know, some people might think that that's cool and awesome. For me in family practice, I didn't. I didn't think it was cool because I love taking care of moms. It's so, so important to me. And so I really just want to invite you to start by asking yourself, If the area you live in could support that niche of marketing, you know, marketing down that heavily. So if you feel like it can, then obviously marketing to that specific demographic, you know, tips on that is just every single piece of graphic design, every single piece of content. Every single thing that you choose to do aesthetically and system-wise in your office, all of those things have to be put through the lens of whether or not they would be palatable and not just palatable, but exceptional for that particular type of person. So it doesn't need to be complicated. It just needs to be thought through in every single avenue. So let me give you an example. If you want to do this target advertising, target marketing towards only one particular type of avatar, let's say you choose, let's go back to the pregnant mom example. You're choosing, you know, women who are recently pregnant or in the process of family planning and getting pregnant. This is an extreme example, but it's the one that came to mind. You're not going to take out an ad in the newspaper because those women that are that age don't read the newspaper. I mean, this is something that I see actually happening locally for me all the time where, you know, people are talking about like hormone stuff when you're in your 30s or early 40s and they're like taking out these like full page ads in the newspaper. And I'm like... I'm how old am I? 37. And so I'm your target market. And I am only looking at this because my mom, who's 70 plus, took a picture of it and sent it to me. (laughs) You know, and I'm talking about another chiropractor. So like she wouldn't have even sent it to me if I wasn't a chiropractor, right? Because I'm not looking at the newspaper in my area. So It doesn't need to be complicated if you are going to market towards 
that niche of an avatar, just ask yourself, just put yourself in their shoes so that every single potential opportunity you have for marketing, you know, you're just asking yourself if you're going to be able to reach that demographic. And another big thing with this, in my opinion, is just tracking your ROI. So if you're going to be this specific with your marketing, you should be writing down all the things you're doing month to month, what you're spending on those marketing avenues, and then you are tracking what kind of return on investment you're getting from that. So again, one of the reasons why we pivoted away from having just one specific avatar was because I was spending a lot and I wasn't seeing great return. Whereas when I diversified and I really was super honest about the different types of cases and the things that we really like seeing in our practice and the fact that there are a few different avenues for that. My investment, because it was kind of spread out over a few different avenues, it actually was way more effective than when I put all my eggs in one basket, again, in my more rural area, it was not as effective. And this is really contrarian advice. So there's definitely lots of people in our profession that would totally disagree with this. So I'm just offering you my my perspective as someone that practices in an, you know, an area that's not like, you know, I don't practice in a large city where, you know, I'm connected to, you know, I'm in suburban and I'm connected to all these other suburban areas and um, you know, there's tons and tons and tons of people within, you know, a 10 mile radius of my office. That's just not a situation that I'm familiar with. So I can't really speak to that as well. So if you are in my shoes, so let's say you practice in a really small town all the way to like a little bit larger than my town. So I'm going to say like, you know, anywhere from a couple thousand people all the way to like 40,000-ish people. But it's super important that you remember, you know, if your town is 40,000 people, but it's like suburban where it's connected to a bunch of other towns that are also that big, this doesn't apply to you. (laughs) Talking about like isolation. So for instance, my town is around that 30,000. And then there's other even smaller towns like that come to our town to like go to Walmart. Okay. So it's totally different than if you're in suburban and there's just a bunch of other suburbs that are similar size. So if you are in this type of demographic, then I would encourage you to sit down with your team and identify like your top three. What are the top three types of cases that you just love seeing? You feel like they, you get such great results with them. They fill you up. They remind you of why you got into this in the first place. You enjoy their presence in the practice. It's easy to communicate with them. You understand how to reach them. I mean, it's really in my mind when you're choosing who to market to, it has to at least be somewhat about joy. You know, you might be really good at like, I'm just picking something weird, elbow injuries, okay? But like, you might be super good at it, but you might hate it. You might hate dealing with elbows. I definitely like anything extremity-wise and like, yeah, I'll look at that, but (laughs) not my favorite thing to do. 
even if you're really great at something, if you hate it, if it doesn't bring you joy, if you wouldn't be looking forward to a day full of it, then you shouldn't market to that, in my opinion. Even if you are in a really small town, I mean, definitely there's that thought process of like, oh, if you practice in a really small place, you just kind of have to accept anything because you maybe are the only chiropractor. You're the only option for them. So you should just take it all. And I understand the thought process of that, that maybe you only have, you know, a certain amount that you could grow just because there literally is only a certain number of people. I get that. But I also would never want you to feel just keep focusing on filling your practice with cases that drain you and make you like grumpy to get up and go to work. So I honestly think coming up with your top three things, three types of cases, three types of humans, whatever it may be, and then really dividing your resources when it comes to your marketing budget and the time that you're spending on marketing evenly between those three is really helpful. It's definitely something that um, I think can pay off pretty dramatically for you. And it will give you a little bit more breathing space in a small area so that you can really develop that more family practice vibe if that's what you are going for. I mean, obviously, even if you're in a small town, if you only want to see you know, women between the ages of 20 to 40, well, then certainly just only market to that. Obviously, you get to decide what you design inside your practice as far as the demographic that you're seeing. But I know from this many years of experience and this much opportunity to work with so many of you that mo- I would say it's much more common that most of us like the variety. We, you know, obviously I have a more limited variety. I notice how I said like women up to like late 50s to early 60s, like we really don't take Medicare. I mean, obviously we do like legality wise, right? Like, okay, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Okay. I, I see your brain going down the rabbit hole, but we are pretty specific that we like to see people from, you know, the time they're born until like that, you know, 50s range. That doesn't mean we have no one in the practice that's over 55. That's definitely not true. I would definitely not put my money into marketing to someone in that age group because it's not what we feel we're best at and it's not what we find the most joy in. So there you go. I know this is probably feeling super oversimplified, but I really, this is just a permission episode. It's a permission if you are in a smaller area to just kind of cast aside that thought process that you have to be that specific and you have to be that narrow in your marketing. And then on the flip side of that, to those of you that do have a really specific demographic that you like to serve and you want to be that specific, here's another little tidbit for you. Like, maybe start referring out some of the other people that are still finding you that are draining you. You don't have to say yes to every new patient that calls your office. And I think oftentimes when people are asking about how to market only to an ICA, that probably means that who they're attracting is a really diluted pool. And they're just not willing to put the systems in place to refer those people or to kind of weed them out as they are starting to approach your office in their search for a provider. So 
just give yourself permission to explore both avenues. Ask yourself about the demographic. Ask yourself if you like specificity or if you like to have variety. And as always, bring this conversation on over to the Facebook group. You can search Illuminated Insiders. I would love to have you in there. We're getting really close to a thousand members and I'll definitely do something fun once we get to a thousand, which should be pretty soon for sure. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Can't wait to talk to you next time. See you soon.